Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Frugal Family Home Podcast. And today we're talking about goals because it's almost time for the new year to start. And even if you're not listening to this at the beginning of the year, it's a good time anytime to set goals. So let's talk about how to set good goals. New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Why don't we just make a resolution and go with that? Well, there are some things that are wrong with resolutions. First off, the word resolutions. You feel like you have to have good resolve to meet them. Goals just seems a little friendlier to me, less rigid, less final, less, eh, a little more grace. And so I like to set goals instead of resolutions because when I think of the word resolution, it sounds like it's something that I'm going to resolve to get done. And I know from the past that I am not good at resolutions. I start out really good at the beginning of the year, gun ho, I'm going to do it. I make a whole bunch of changes at once, probably like you do. And then come February, eh, it all just kind of fades away. You've had one or two slip ups and then uh, what's the sense? You've even kind of forgotten what you were resolving to do for the year. So instead, let's make goals and let's not make them right on the last day of the year. Let's put a little effort and think about them so we can reach our goals this year. Instead of having our resolutions fade away and forgetting about them, let's make those goals good goals. And so how do you plan good goals? How does this happen? Well, first we wanna start by brainstorming our goals. Now, what does brainstorming mean? That means just writing a bunch of ideas down on a piece of paper, just whatever you think you want to achieve. And it could be three things or it could be a hundred things. And don't worry about how many there are. Just get those ideas down on paper of what you think you want to work on this year. And then we're going to walk away from those goals. We're going to set them down and just leave them for a couple of days. But every night before you go to bed, I want you to look at your list. Just read through them, think about them a little, and then go to sleep and let your brain work on them while you're asleep. I know this is really a thing. It really works. When I do this, I wake up and I have some clarity about things that I thought about before I went to bed. And so it really, really does work. So I want you to do that for two days. So for two days, right before bed, read your brainstorming list and think about it before you go to sleep so your brain can work on it while you're resting. After those few days of thinking about your goals before bed, you'll probably have a pretty good idea of which ones you'd like to try to achieve first. And so I want you to circle, underline, highlight, whatever works for you, three to 10 goals that you wanna work on. Now, don't pick too many, don't think, ah, but I can do more than that. Start with three or 10 goals and pick those first. And if you're like a rock star at reaching these goals and you hit June and you've achieved all your goals, how great is that gonna feel? And two, you can always pick more off your brainstorm list then. So first step 
after brainstorming is to pick three to 10 goals and limit them to three to 10. No more than that for now. Now it's time to take our goals that we've picked and make them good goals. Make them goals that we can actually achieve. And by to do that, we just can't say, oh, I wanna lose weight or, oh, I wanna get healthy or whatever. We can't do that. We have to be more specific about it. So if you wanna lose weight, I wanna lose 10 pounds or you want to get healthy, I wanna eat more vegetables and I wanna eat less sweets, things like that would be much better. In fact, even being more specific would be even better. Like I want to eat vegetables three times a day. I want to walk so many steps a day and I want to only eat sweets once a week. Picking a more specific goal can help you be more successful at achieving it. Next step is to set a due date. You have to have a time when you're going to be at this goal. And our goal to get healthy can be a kind of a relative goal. We want to eat three servings of vegetables a day and only eat dessert once a week. And so to set a due date of this goal, it might be kind of hard to pick a due date, but I would say give yourself 12 weeks to work on it to be 80% at this goal. So 80% of the time you are you are achieving this goal or 50% of the time. And so that way you'll know if you've made progress or not. So set a due date. If there's something like I want to lose five pounds by the end of in 30 days, then set a due date for that goal like that. Those are a few examples, but you want to have it be time-based or have a due date of when you'll achieve this goal. Also, be realistic of how long it'll take you to achieve this goal. If you want to lose 20 pounds, you can't expect to lose 20 pounds in a month, but you can expect to make progress towards that goal in a month. So just try to be really realistic so you don't set yourself up for failure for something that you really cannot achieve. Okay, so we have our specific goal. We have a due date in mind for that goal. And now it's time to break down our goals into steps so we can get to that goal. Maybe if you're trying to eat more vegetables and eat less sweets, maybe you wanna break it down in the first week, I'll do this, the second week, I'll do that. And so that way it will help you get to your goal instead of just having the big goal in mind and trying to do so many changes at once. Let's talk about tracking our goals and that'll help us to break it down into steps. Okay, to track your goals, you wanna have a few sheets of paper. One, your paper that you brainstormed your ideas on. Two, you want another piece of paper with your yearly goals, those three to 10 goals that we pick. And next, we want to have a piece of paper for our monthly goals. So we have our first goal to get healthy. And in this month, we want to write down that we are going to reduce our sweets once a week and increase our vegetables once a day. And then maybe we're going to throw in some steps, maybe 3000 steps a day. So that would be our goal for that month. We'd write down that goal on our monthly sheet and then we'll make a new sheet with our weekly tasks. And our weekly tasks are just whatever we're trying to achieve for that month in little tiny steps. So let's say we want to increase our vegetables by once a day. So our task for that first week might be to eat vegetables once a day. And then the next week, it might be to, oh, 
I'm not going to eat dessert once this week. And then maybe the third week, I'm not I'm going to eat veggies once a week. I'm not going to eat dessert once a week. And I'm going to walk 3000 steps each day. And that gives you an idea of what you want to work on each and every week to get towards that monthly goal. Our next step is to make a daily checklist, a checklist that we can check off each day when we've gotten that step done towards our weekly goal. So if you're going to try to get 3000 steps in a day, you just write down 3K steps on your to-do list. And then once you've got those steps in, you check it off. And maybe the next day you're going to do your 3000 steps and you need to eat veggies at least once that day. So put down veggies once a day and 3000 steps and you can check them off once you achieve them. And these little reminders help to keep your goals in the forefront of your mind so you can slowly make them into habits. So it'll be so much easier once they're a habit to stick to them. Now you wanna do all of this on paper if you can. I know there's a lot of nifty apps you can use, but actually having things written down on paper gives you a better chance to achieve them. Plus, you have a way to mark your progress, which is really important because you might have times where you're not feeling like you're doing so good and you can look back and think, oh, wow, I've really made good progress because you have it marked down. You have your weekly lists marked off. You have your last month, you can see that you did 50% better than before. And all of that helps to keep you motivated in those times when it's so easy to give up. So make sure you have a way to mark your progress and do it on paper so you have a better chance of sticking to your goals. And finally, the last tip is to find a support system. You want someone that can come alongside you to check in with you each month or each week or each day to help you keep on track. Now, it's great to have someone to check in with you, um, but you want someone who will actually text you or call you and say, hey, I haven't heard from you this week. How are things going? So you make sure that you have accountability to them. Now, one word of caution, when you have someone else to help support you in this journey towards reaching your goals, make sure you pick a person that can be truly happy for you when you're reaching your goals. Sometimes we have friends or relatives that also might want to work towards a goal, but they're just not ready. They're not ready to take it on. And they might unintentionally sabotage you towards your goal because they want that goal too. So just be cautious on who you pick and pick someone who can be really supportive and happy for you when you're making progress. So those are my best tips for making good goals that you can achieve and be successful at. And if you'd like to get the show notes, head on over to the blog at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 39. So that's it for this episode. And if you like this episode, I would love to have you leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. (music) 